I'm Chris Palmore, and this is a special birthday gratitude episode. I've got my friend uh, Joe Torres on the line. Hey, Joe, how you doing, man? Hello there, guys. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Graduate Space Radio, and happy... Um, we're doing this a little early, right? So it's a early birthday, right? Early birthday, yeah. My birthday's actually next Wednesday, but that's okay. Right. Well, this is going to come out on Wednesday. I just didn't do my okay. homework to look. So we're going to put this live. On, it'll be out on Wednesday, but... Uh, I just Good. wanted to appreciate you. You know, I, I we met and uh, saw your birthday was coming up, and I was thinking, I, I honestly, these are really selfish things. Like, it's an opportunity. Reach out to Joe if he's interested. I get to have another conversation with Joe. Yeah, awesome. That's great. And what a what a what great way to acknowledge my birthday too. It's like a great present to me. Oh, awesome, man. Well, it's, it's a great present to me, too, because I, I just enjoy these conversations so much. And, you know, uh, real quick before we get uh, it, get started here, I always like to do a little pre-gratitude. So, you know, I, I think that when you're sitting across from somebody, there's a lot of moments and magic that has to happen for individuals to be in a room together. And um, if you're sitting in a place where you're appreciating the time with somebody, it's always nice to look back at a couple of the moments just to point them out. You know, for, for me, you know, I can point back, you know, us talking right now goes back to me even before I was born, you know, my mom looking for, you know, a way to be home with my sister at the time. And then she put out, you know, she, my father meets a man named Joe Mathis on the, on the golf course. He shares Shackley, you know, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. 42 years later, uh, I'm having a conversation with Jeff Boltinghouse. He tells me I need to talk to Joe, little more details. I left it. Honestly, I jumped 40 years there, but here we are. So that's the little, little pre-gratitude into this moment on my end. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, just starting off with, you know, my story's kind of like yours. Um, my my parents uh, par came here from Mexico in the 40s. There was a there was a program called the Bracero program, which is very different from today. You basically go to the border, you sign in, you leave like a identification card, and then you come in, you work seasonal, and you go back. Well, my dad came out here to California. He went to Sacramento, way too hot. He says, you know what, this is just too much like Mexico, forget this, I'm going back. And he had a friend said, you should go to Hayward, California. There's a farmer out there that uh, owns half of the city and he's always looking for good help. And it's near the coast, it's a lot cooler. And so my dad, on his way back to Mexico, thought, well, you know what, I'll, I'll stop by. He meets this German guy named um, Tom Brinkwitz. They connected, They knew he knew that my dad had experience working with different managing people because that's what he did back in Mexico. And so we asked him to be his operations manager. He says, this is what I'm going to do, Frank. We're going to fly you back to Mexico. I'm going to get your citizenship, bring you back. You're going to live on the property. And from there, uh, you're going to run the thing. I have a house offsite, but you're going to run, especially with a lot of Hispanics, Filipinos, you know, you're going to, you're going to run my operations and you know, you'll run it for me. And my dad says, great. So he puts them on the property, everything's going good. And then as our families grew together and we got closer, uh, he, Tom ended up being my older brother's godfather. We're Catholic. His next son in line was my godfather. His name was Dick Brinkwitz. So at growing up, I knew he was always my godfather, but then after got, things changed, probably about maybe two years that I was in the Shackley, Dick reaches out to me and says, Joey, we got to get together for lunch. Now, he's old school. So when you sit and you have lunch, it's not like, you know, well, we, we kept in contact, but he just wanted to really catch up. So with him, you order, you, you the waitress comes, they bring the bread. He asks for a bottle of wine. 
you sit there, you have a bottle of wine, you know, glass of wine for maybe 15, 20. By the time you order, it's like 35, 45 minutes into it. And then you order and you talk. So usually a three-hour lunch. So he says to me, okay, Joey, did you get married? I go, no. Tell me what's happening with you. I go, I just started working for this company just actually about a, it was, so it was about a year ago. And it's called Shackley. And I pulled out my business card and I give it to him. Here's my business card, Dick. And he's like, he looks at it and he starts laughing. And I go, Dick, no, this is not a, you know, this is not a pyramid scheme. He goes, I'm not laughing at that, Joey. I'm laughing at because the doc used to come over to the upper to the to the ranch. So my dad, Dr. Shackley, and Tom Brinkles were friends. So I was basically running around the office at five, six years old and didn't even know I was around Dr. Shackley. I might have met him or nothing, but then I went. So it was amazing to know that my father had a connection with him. And then, you know, as I grew up, one of the things that he always influenced us to do is take your vitamins. And he said, also, when you're hurt, you got to, even when you're not hurt, you got to start seeing a chiropractor. I remember him telling us that at an early age. And then when I look at the history of Dr. Shackley, the vitamins and the chiropractor thing. So somewhere along the line, Dr. Shackley influenced my dad years ago. You know, way before I started Shackley, so that I have ties with Shackley going back. So, amazing story, you know. Yeah, I, I love all those. I remember you sharing them before, and it's just uh, when you look back at those things, like you know, like I said, just you look back at your life, it just seems really magical when you can look back and see these little these. I mean, like you, I mean, wow. I mean, just the fact of your dad moving, you know, moving to America to be on that. I mean, what? I mean, that completely altered your whole life, right? Everything you know. Yeah. I mean, that's such a big thing into who you are now. And I know you're a guy who loves his life, loves the people in his life, loves what he's doing. And obviously that's a big part of you. You know, if your dad did, you know, your life, again, your life would be completely different, right? Like it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's amazing. And they did a good job. There was 10 of us. I have seven sisters and two oh, brothers. Wow. Wow. All of us have been homeowners. All of us were not on wow. government assistant. We all worked uh, at an early age. He taught us if you want something, you got to work for it. So we were all... You know, he has passed. He passed mm -hmm. away when I was about 25 years old. But, you know, uh, I still, you know, there's a lot of the things that he uh, instilled in us as kids, conversations and lectures. As a kid, I'm like, oh, man, I got to hear this story again. And I want to go out and play baseball or I want to go be with me. But then, you know, as I got older, I appreciated what he was trying to tell us, mm -hmm. trying to tell me. And uh, I'm grateful for him and my mom. My mom actually... In August uh, 28th, uh, we're having a celebration for her, and she turns 100 years old. Wow, that's amazing, Joe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, so that's another thing to be blessed. I go see her once a week, and uh, she lives with my younger sister. And, you know, one of the things that she loves to do is, or what I know that she likes to hear is we, I reminisce with her. And I'll, Mom, do you remember when I was little and I did this and that? And I got in trouble and she would laugh. I would tell her stories and she gets a big kick out of that. But, you know, that's that's at that age that when I talk to her about those times, that's when she was in her prime. And it makes right. her feel good. You know, it makes her feel good that I remember that. I remember that. Then I had all this energy and all that. So and I think it's good for our, our minds to go there. Oh, yeah. You know, for our minds to go. It's good. Very good for our minds to go to happy places. Yes. 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 That's what we were talking about earlier. It's like your gratitude yeah. is found in, in those is in your memory. So it's just when you reminisce about times of your mom, 
those are grateful moments. They're happy moments. It's like you're giving yourself a self-charge of happiness because yeah. you're remembering that amazing time and you're with her, which is awesome because it's almost you're bringing it up now, which you're a different person. She's a, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a new, yeah. you're creating a new memory with that happy memory. It's like you're piggybacking that memory to the future. Right. And I, I really do believe that that's helping her keep keeping her around. I really do believe that. I think that that's, I think that well, my other siblings do it as well, but I know I execute that as much as I can. But I think that puts life into people. I think that, it, I think it, it, I think with what we're going to talk about today, almost it's like, it's an emotional teaspoon of Vivix. Ah, oh, nice. Look at, look at us already. That's beautiful. Emotional <laughs> teaspoon of Vivix. I'm already seeing an ad campaign there, Joe. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know, yeah. when you were talking about, uh, you know, hearing your dad's stories, uh, you know, I, I, I'll tell you, being, I, you know, I lost my mom several years back. I, I remember um, a friend of mine reminded me, he said, you know, you know, even if you've heard the same story a hundred times, just enjoy it because one day, you know, one day you're going to miss hearing it. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, it put in perspective, like when you, you know, you keep hearing the same story, just, just don't get irritated by it. Just appreciate yeah. it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And at the time it, they're really trying to tell you something, you know, there's a message yeah. behind what they're trying to tell you. They, they care about us. They love us. And they're trying to give us uh, some advice in different ways, you know, right. and sometimes, it takes for them to leave to really think about what they were trying to tell us. Right. And in my case, that's how it was with my dad. I mean, I didn't take a lot of the stuff that he said to me, uh, really. I, I mean, it was in my mind. But as I got older, some of the things that he brought up to my attention, I I was, I really realized that I need to apply that. I need to apply this to my life. And I go, where have I heard this before? Oh, wow. And so <laughs> that, my dad told me that. And you look back and you go, wow, I remember him telling me that and I was like oh we're gonna hear this again so you know but that's that's how it's been for me with him you know I mean I feel like I was very I've been very fortunate uh because I had a good father and I have a I have a well I can say good they're good people but I can say they were both giving people mm -hmm. they helped other people they looked they they put people first both of them did and I saw a lot of that growing up with both of them, especially as I got older. When I was with my dad, we were really close. So out of the 10, it was like me and my dad were buds. He was good with everybody, but my dad would take me to the store with him. He would take me shopping, whatever. So me and my dad connected. But I saw that a lot with my dad. I didn't spend a lot of time with my mom when I was younger. But as I got older, after my father passed away, right. I realized that my mom was the same way. She was very much a person that put people first. If you want to be... If you want to be last in line in life, then put yourself first. Hmm. That's how I look at it. But if you want to be first in line in life, you put people first. And it gets you to the front of the line. That's you. That's my that's my my and a lot of this stuff that I'm I'll share today with you is stuff that it's nothing that I really read out of a book. Although when I hear um, the church I go to church and I hear some of the uh, the, uh, the message for the day. It's like it, it, it it's coinciding with what I'm doing, which mm -hmm. is really nice. But a lot of this is stuff that I've experienced myself. I, I didn't go read it, search it. It just I experienced it. Right. And I feel obligated to experience things that I the things that I feel inside 
and my outlook on life or my philosophies of life, I, I, I feel obligated to share it because if there's one person, not everybody's going to get me, not everybody's going to get you, but if, right. but you know, if you find someone that says, Hey, let me think about that. And if they apply it to their life and it makes a difference in their life changes, then, then you're doing your job. I mean, you feel good about that because you're helping elevate somebody else. Right. You know? So I feel God has blessed me with, with wisdom and knowledge and experience, and it has elevated me in my life professionally, you know, emotionally, spiritually, uh, musically, entertainment-wise, and even in, with my job at Shackley. I mean, it's it's helped me. It's it's elevated my life, and um, I just want to share it because if if you can help elevate people in their lives, that's that's like great. It's the best. Oh, it so, is. I completely agree, man. When you yeah. can, uh, you're just being you, loving people, and allowing them to experience, you know, some wisdom and not being attached to it, just giving it freely because you're there with them, and yeah, um, you yeah. never know. You know, I. I the smallest conversation can change, you know, I'm sure even each of us had conversations with people where things just we picked up, right? It completely changed our lives, right? And you know, yeah. you know the power of a real conversation with somebody and sharing wisdom where that, you know, just the possibility it builds, right? Like it, it creates be, it creates the atmosphere for it. Yeah, it could be one comment. One right. comment. One comment. And it could just change, you know, you're like, what? Especially if it's a positive one. It could be negative too, but a positive one. Someone says a positive thing to you. You look at them like, really? Like, yeah. You're like, okay. And you, I just never thought of that. My whole thing with playing music started that way with my ex-girlfriend at the time said, I know what to get you for Christmas. And I'm driving. We're on our way to LA to a wedding. And she says, I know her birthday was on Christmas Eve. And I got her mine was July. And we were going to, we're both in a wedding in LA. It was about an eight-hour drive back then, and we we're driving. And I had the music on all night because we left in the middle of the night. And when we almost got there, she woke up and she said, "Do you want me to take over from here?" And I said, "I started laughing. I go, we're only like an hour away." She goes, "Oh my God, really?" I said, "Because all I heard all night was you tapping on the steering wheel, and I heard <laughs> the music, and that put me to sleep." She goes, "But guess what? Now I know what to get you for your birthday." And I'm driving. And she goes, and she says, "I'm going to get you a pair of Condas." And I laughed, I, I laughed. And then when I looked at her, I thought she was joking with me. And, <laughs> and I looked at her and she wasn't laughing. And I like, are you serious? She goes, yeah. I said, do you think I can play? She goes, Joey, I've been with mm. you for years. Every time we go someplace, you're always tapping. I mean, I know you can play. And the minute we got to LA, I started doing my research. What kind of congas, but that one comment opened up the door to me think that I even have the capability of doing something. And what she did is she uncovered a talent that I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know I had that. And, and to this day, I still give her kudos for that because just that one comment changed, changed, changed things for me, you know? Mm, I, love, I love that, man. That's so beautiful. What a great, gratifying story you had there. That's, you know, I did a podcast recently with somebody who's into mentorships and it's the same idea when, you know, people see things in you and they believe in you and they tell you that they believe you can do it, you know, and that was her saying, you can play the congas. And you're like, what? You're like, no, she's like, I know you can play the congas. And yeah. then here you are years later and it's a, part, a huge part of your life and all the experiences and the people, right? The people and the places and yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's amazing. I mean, I dreamed of doing what I'm doing today. I dreamed of it. I used to sit back and just dream that I could just be able to play, just be able to go out to dinner one night with whoever. And there was a good band playing. I said, hey, I'm going to go up and let them know I, I know how to play and ask them if I could do a few songs with them. That was like my biggest dream. My biggest, that was, I dreamed of that. I never dreamed about what I've been able to do with music. I never I never thought that I would ever be where I'm at today with music. You know, I never thought I could do it. But again, starting with someone, and that's why it's so important for us to, you know, try to validate, um, you know, whether it's a smile or uh, a smile or a, a positive uh, compliment, um, just a compliment or just a, you know, just be able to beep, beep, beep. You know, I, I've, I know that since then learning that, if I see somebody with a nice hat or a nice someone with a nice dress and I talk to them, I'll say, oh, that's a beautiful dress or I love that hat or, hey, man, that suit looks really good on you. And, and because I know that even though I said it, it may, I mean, of course, everybody's like, thank you. But that could be a, the difference for them. Right. You know, they, that could be a big thing for them because it was for me, especially when they know you're sincere about it. Right. When they know you're sincere about it, they go, this guy was not laughing. He's not the type of person that's just going to say that because he wants to get in good. He really meant this dress looks nice on me or he, this hat is really cool or whatever. And it just it just changes people. You know, uh, um, from a woman's point of view, uh, I, I know that I've said that to lady friends of mine, some of the entertainers that I work with, and you would be amazed that no one – acknowledged their dress, their hmm. shoes, their hats. You would think, especially if they're beautiful, right. that I don't need to tell them. They already know that. And you, I can't tell you how many times I said, hey, that, wow, that's a great dress on you. Or, God, those, that, that's a beautiful outfit. Or, great, you look good. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. You'd be surprised to look at you like, oh, my God, thank you. I appreciate that. They needed to hear that. And because most people think that they, oh, they're good. They know. I mean, they're, right. they stop traffic or whatever. They're so gorgeous or whatever. But nine times out of ten when I've done that, they've been very, very appreciative to that, you know. And even some of the famous people, or I would say people that I've known, that I've given compliments to, that I thought, me telling this person that they did a great show or they had the, they had the crowd up on, on their feet, they probably already get that all the time. But then we're after the show and we're backstage and we talk. I said, did you know that you got a standing ovation from all the way from the back to the end? And they'll look at me and they go, really? I'm like, yeah. And they'll be like happy. <laughs> really happy to hear that. You know, and they're like, wow. But you could tell what I said to them sunk in. And it kind of put like some energy in them, a glow in their heart because they heard something that made them feel good. And it was true. But a lot of times we don't think we need to say that because we think they already know that. But it's not true. We just Whenever we get an opportunity to do something positive or say something positive to someone, do it. Do it. Use that. You know, take advantage of that opportunity. There's a, a, a friend of mine that had a quote that he said, where energy flows, results show. Right. So it's just the more good you could put out, even in your thoughts and whatever you say towards people. And then, and then not just, but mainly starting with yourself. I think right. most people 
what's holding most people back in life is not the color of their skin or all these other things that we hear, but it's themselves. It's themselves. We are holding ourselves back from people. When I've been on tour with Shackley, people have asked me, I've had people come up, you know, meet and greet and talk and, hey, Joe, so good to see you. And I'm like, oh, good to see you. It's great seeing you, blah, blah, blah. A convention and all that. And they'll say, you know, I, I just got to ask, I got to tell you something. I've been a director for three years and, you know, I, I just can't seem to get on that other level. And it just seems like I have a hard time, you know, making my month. And I want to be senior director. I want to be coordinator. As a matter of fact, I want to be a master. And I'm like, that's called good. That's great. Those are great goals to have. And then I'll, then I'll say to them then, I said, I think, well, you know, if you're asking me what I think, I think that you should continue to have your meetings, continue to learn about the products. You know, not the, the sales plan is good to know, but you can always, they can always look that up. But having knowledge of all the products and the benefits, you know, I myself, like, for example, vitamin E, I didn't realize that it's good for your lungs. Vitamin E is really good for your lungs. So some of our products, we don't even realize that, yeah, like, you know, Cardiomax, good for your eyes, but you don't realize alfalfa, perfect example. You know, people think it's good for inflammation, but it's good for your digestive, it's good for your respiratory system, inflammation, so many different things. But I think continue to learn about the products because there'll be a person that'll come across you and say, oh my God, my sister has the worst migraine headaches and she doesn't know what to do. I mean, know your products, you know, find out what can we do, whether it's Vitaly or Vitalizer for women, whatever. There's, there's things that, that for the most part, a lot of times can help with that, even cure it, not cure it, but uh, address it. Um, but it's good to recommend them. And, you know, and never tell them, oh, don't go to the doctor. I can take care of you. But just see if it works. I, I have, I've heard so many stories where people said, I tried everything. And then I tried Shackley and it works for me. So I think continue to do that. And continue to do that. Of course, learn the sales plan. Continue to, but talk to, you know, let the opportunity for Shackley's products to come into play but then when all that is the being that's the being the, the doing i'm sorry it's the doing it's the doing part of our of, of, of ourselves but then there's the being and it's not talked about enough and that's what i tell people when they said oh i'm stuck whether it's in life or whether it's in their shackley business and their marriage whatever they have every you know whatever goals they have if they want to lose weight you know, whatever it is, they want to build bigger muscle, whatever. We all have our goals. Right, and right. I, I, I say, I, of course, I say, you know, work out, you know, study, do what, do all the things that you need to do, practice, whatever it is. But then there's another side. There's another side that has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with anything physical. It all has to do within yourself. It's the being. And I believe, and I thought about this today, I went on a bike ride and I thought about this today, about what I was gonna say. And I, I really do believe that, I mean, I, I really knew this, but it just I, I felt like I needed to tell, share this. Well, I, I really do believe when you have all that, and when you talk about the being part of yourself, there's, there's a part of us that we have, there's a power that we have, an energy that we have within ourselves. And most people, don't tap into it. Most people don't realize that they even have it. Hmm. And the and and the power or energy that we have within ourselves is that you can bring you can bring things to you. Like that you can manifest it, you know? And 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 I think 
again, this is something that not only do I believe, but I also have seen it in my life. I mean, I played music for 20 years, didn't get paid. Come back, I take a day off for work. Fingers, hands were all swollen. I got a bunch of compliments. And that was all good because I love to play. And then years after 20 years of playing, all of a sudden, I go play at the Hilton Hotel with a friend. General manager comes up to me and says, I've seen you here three weeks in a row. People keep asking him, when are you going to come back? I can't tell him when because I don't have a contract with you. First thing, when he wanted to talk to me, I thought I was in trouble. I thought, you know, he was like, you can't do this. And he says, do you want to sign a contract? And I said, sure. I never had, never, never knew anything about that. I didn't even know what money to quote. I was, I quote, underquoted him $100. But of course, for me, I didn't care. It was just the fact that I was offered the flatter. But just things started happening. Doors started opening for me. But I think, like, one of the reasons why I really want to do this call with you when we, when we talked about it is because I put, I applied gratitude into my life. And, I, and I'm still doing it today. I mean, it's, it's, it, I think it, it opens doors. I mean, and so when I talk to people about wanting to go to their next level, again, I always say that the doing is very important. But, but the being is the other half to it. And the other half is just acknowledging all the blessings that you have in your life. And the more you can do that, I challenge people to try it. Try it for a few weeks and see what happens. You know, because it may sound like, eh, well, well. You can say that, and, uh, that doesn't make sense, I don't know. But try it, you know, like like we talked earlier. Right. When you wake up in the morning, you're too, I mean, try going, Try going around the house blindfolded one day. Mm. Yeah. Try, doing, try putting blindfolds on you one day and walk around and just spend your day. Can you imagine that's how a blind person feels? Try not eating one day. Try not eating anything one day. No snacks, no nothing. You know, and you'd be surprised. And, and how many times have we done in our lives that, this is another thing I thought that, maybe when you were younger or maybe even now, that you didn't experience any pain. You didn't have a toothache. You didn't have a backache. You didn't have a headache. You didn't have a, you just had one day painless. You got up, you went to work, picked up the kids, you did whatever you did. And you, you went to bed, you woke up pain-free and you went to bed pain-free. And then there's people in the hospital that are in, on strong medication, on respirators, and of course with the COVID, um, that we just experience. How many times? How many of us have really said at the end of the night, God, you know, or whoever you, your higher being, or or even to yourself, is like, I had a great day. I didn't have any pain at all. I mean, there's so many things to look at, and and I and I, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad for not doing it, because I know I'm learning to do it myself. All I'm saying here is that when you start, you know, as the old saying take a minute to smell the roses. It's, right. It goes back to that. The more that you can do that and apply it. At first, it's challenging because, you, you you know, I, for me, I, I kept forgetting. But then as, as I've gotten older or as I mature or even for my birthday, the present that I asked for from above is to learn for me to be more, more have more gratitude in my life, for me mm -hmm. to acknowledge more. That's so important to me. 
And the other thing about that, when you do that, you feel good inside. You know, you feel good. You feel like, I just ate. And we take so much for granted. But when you stop and look at it like, I got to eat today. Got to. I got to eat today. <clears throat> you know, and, and the more you get, the more you say that, it just changes things in your life. It just, the energy changes. The energy changes. And I think... For me, it opened up doors. It opened up doors for me without, I mean, I was doing the same thing. I didn't do anything different. I was doing the same thing and then I get approached for this and then I get approached for that. And it's just out of the blue. It, it just comes. I mean, I'm gonna share this with you, which is kind of crazy, but I'm gonna share it. My girlfriend and some of my friends have been in the car with me. And we went to like different events, sometimes to the grocery store or whatever. And a lot of times it's been during the peak hours, busy hours. And we'll go into the parking lot. And they're going, oh, my God, it's so crowded today. Oh, we must have came during a shower or whatever or a concert. Whatever. Everybody's here already. And I always go right up to the front. And they go, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, there's parking back over here. I said, I want to go up to the front. And guess what? A lot of times someone's pulling out or something. And it's a running joke now. They're like, oh, my God, really? They, they kind of laugh at me. <coughs> and it, it just happens. It just happens for me a lot of times. Not all the time, but a lot of times. But I, I really do believe it's, it's that energy. I believe it's the energy. I really believe that, that the good things. And I would have probably had to park, you know, a ways away. And I'm right up there. And I don't think that I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm, I have this gift or I'm special. Right. I just think we all have it. We all have it. And I, if I was to say anything to people, I would say, really, really, it, it, you know, really, I think the more you do it, the more you get. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example, like a kid. If you had a child and you said, hey, we're going to go shopping. You want to go with me? He's, okay. And you're going shopping or whatever. And the kid says to you, your kid was, oh, look at that jacket. Is there a way I can get? I would love it. And you look at it and you go. Well, winter's coming up. It's half off <clears throat> for whatever reason. Yeah, you want, we'll get it for you. Just I want you to be a good boy, and I want you to make sure you do your school studies and all that. Okay, thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mom. Oh, my God, I got the best parent. And then you get in the car, and you're driving, and you, you're thinking about having making a nice dinner, but your child says to you, you know, I'm really, really hungry, and I could really go for McDonald's today. And that's not your cup of tea, and you want to have a nice salad or whatever you like. Come on, Dad, please. Or Mom, can we stop? And you're like, all right. Okay, cool. I haven't had McDonald's in a while. It's no big thing. You go in there and you get your meal. You come home and you eat. Now, you bought him the, you took him shopping with you. You bought him his jacket. You took him to a restaurant that, or a food chain that you didn't really was particularly good about. Not healthy either. Um, but you did it because you're a loving father, loving mother, and you want to make your kids happy. And you feel good about it. You feel like, yeah, I feel good as a parent. I spent the afternoon with my child. I took him shopping with me. We laughed. We talked. We had the electric jacket, good price, McDonald's. And then you get home and then you relax. And then your your child is there and then says to you, I'm bored. I'm bored. There's nothing to do around here. Is there something we could do, mom or dad? Can we, like, can we get Netflix or can you, because in my room, because it's just so boring sometimes at night. And you're like, Wow. 
you're no, you're not going to be thinking about trying to give him anything else. You're going to say, man, I thought we had a great day, and now you're coming with me at this with all this negative stuff. And I mean, watch whatever's on TV, whatever. Try your jacket on. Share it with one of your friends. If you got a new jacket, or I mean, come on, this we had a great day, and you're bringing it down. And it doesn't motivate you to want to do anything for him anymore because you felt like I've already went out of my way for you. I didn't want to eat McDonald's. I didn't really want to spend the money on that. But I did it because I'm a loving, caring parent. So, you know, you look at that and it, it kind of brings you down, but it doesn't motivate you to do more for them. And so it's like there was no appreciation. There was no appreciation. And that's kind of like, <clears throat> I'm trying to be careful here because I don't know where people are at. But for me, that's what God says. You know, for me, I believe in God. Some people believe in the universe and whatever. But for me, it's God. Mm -hmm. And I look at God saying the same thing. It's like, I've given you so much. You should be jumping up and down. But instead, you're rushing around, honking at people because they're in your way. Um, you know, going to bed, just saying, oh, I wish I... I was getting a better paying job or I wish I had this, I wish I had that. I mean, it stop, It stops you right there. That, that's where things stop. It's no different from you as a parent. It's the same comparison. Where if that kid came up to you and hugged you and said, dad or mom, I love you. Thanks for, I know you weren't, you don't like McDonald's, but we ate and I had a good meal and I'm gonna wear that jacket. I'm gonna take care of it. I swear I'm not gonna mess it up. And I'm, I'm gonna go in my room and you know, watch TV and I'm going to go to bed. But before I go to bed, I just want to tell you I love you and I appreciate the parent. That's going to be good for your heart. You're going to feel good. And down the road, if the, something comes up, you may be out a week later driving around and you call your son up or daughter and say, hey, have you eaten? No, okay, don't meet. I, I'm going to bring something. You bring back home some McDonald's for them because you're just, it feels good because you know they can appreciate it. So gratitude comes along with appreciation. There's a lot, there's that, ties in together you know um when we talked about doing this call i was excited because and like i shared with you i mean that's like my thing i'm asking that for my birthday i'm asking mm -hmm. that god help me help me or to take a little bit more time to acknowledge more things that you've given me in my life you know that's that's my birthday wish to that's what i really want is to go forward and and, and just started and you know what that when i have been doing it because i've been working on this sometimes i'll just come home from a gig and i walk in my house and i just look at it and i just stop and i'm like god i'm so blessed mm -hmm. same house same place right but your mind kind of starts doing it for you after a while when you start doing it your mind kind of starts you start programming your mind you know you just, i mean I, I did a gig um i forgot it was a few weeks ago and we were setting up, and then I looked, and you could see, like, the whole hillside. Normally, I would have said, oh, what a nice view. God, this is going to be a great gig. But I stopped, and I said, I am so blessed. Hmm. I'm so blessed to be playing here. I, it was a gated community. I would have never went there on my own. But the fact that I do music, and they hired us to do the van, I thought, I'm blessed to be able to be someplace that I know I really would have never went to. Some of the, some of the backyards are some of the homes that I've done private events for, I mean, they look over the whole Bay Area. It's amazing. But I just like, I almost want to just get on my knees and just 
thank God, but inside I do that. Inside I say I'm so instead of taking it for granted, yeah, yeah, they're gonna I just it, I feel I and it, it it I think when you start doing it more and you apply it, something that you have to work on. But I think as you work on it and you and you make it part of your make it more a part of your life, you incorporate it in your thought process and in your life and your daily things, it some of it, it starts to come natural. And it right, feels right. good. It feels good. It really feels good because you just your mind just stops you and you just you think about something that you would never think about. And it goes, you tell yourself, you know, some people say, I'm so lucky. You go, I'm so blessed. You know, I'm so blessed. And it feels good. Feels good, and and I really believe that that is a door opening for for you to get more in life. Whether it's even and even if it's not materialistic things, there have been studies that have shown many studies that every time you take your happy pill, your emotional happy pill, that it does release good endorphins in your body. You know. Um, and um, there was a there was a, young, a doctor. She was a gynecologist across the bay. Uh, I forget, her name was Karen Rankin, and she has her own video out. And she was next to a gym, a really high profile gym, and they'd all park in the same parking lot. And these guys worked out. They took their vitamins. I don't know if they took Shaq or whatever, but they took their vitamins. They worked out. They got their rest. They ate salads. You know, no red meat. The whole thing. And she would notice, like, throughout the years that a lot of them got sick like everybody else. And she was like, wow, this is interesting. Here these guys are supposed to be not getting sick because they're doing everything right. You know, they're getting the rest, vitamins, food, and everything. So she started interviewing them and started talking to them. And what she found out was that a lot of them had negative people in their lives. Mm -hmm. And what she did is, you know, she would find out like, oh, when I get home with my husband, we argue about a lot of this, that, or my mom, she always give me bad. She started finding this connection that somewhere in their lives, they had somebody negative that they were bumping heads with. And then, of course, a lot of them were family. So she could, but she would say, try to eliminate their energy, try to, you know, or friends or whatever. Some of it was a church. Some of it was their church. Some of it was with her job. But just kind of to eliminate it, and um, as they, as they did, they were a lot more healthier. They were a lot more healthier. They even had studies where people have went into open heart surgery, and they've asked them if you have a sibling, anybody that that gives you drama, have them not come. And they would check in the hospital a few days before their surgery. And they said, "We want you to do this. We want you to bring their favorite comedy shows or whatever makes them feel good." Abbott and Costello, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, whatever it is, Friends, Seinfeld, whatever it is. But we want you to put that on. We'll have us. We'll have it set up so they can watch it two days before they go there. Those people recover twice as fast as everybody else, just because of that. So, I not only is it good for your emotional and your spiritual side of your life, it's also good, really good for your physical part of life. Gratitude plays a big part in all those things. I believe it's happened with in my own personal life and and I can't say enough about it, you know. That's beautiful, man. I know we've I know we've run past the time you need to just you know, you, you I know you got other stuff you gotta do today. Um I just wanted to add in there that, you know, I, I totally believe it's like 
you know, if you don't appreciate what you have now, what makes me think that you're going to appreciate something, you know, you're going to appreciate what you get next, you know, and back to that, it's the, the child, the child thing was a great metaphor for that. Is they're not appreciating this. Why would they appreciate that? And I think, again, we stop, we smell the roses, like you said, and we appreciate these moments. We learn and see to appreciate more moments. And then, you know, that's where our happiness lies and our gratitude lies. It's not in, it's not in us looking for the next thing that we think is going to be that fix, right? Like, right. oh, that's going to make me happy. No, because right now all this good stuff's happening. It ain't making you happy. You're not seeing it. You're rushing to the next, you know, hit that next target. Uh, and then we go to the next target, opposed to just appreciating the moment. Uh, all the good stuff, you know, you're starting with, but, um, I know, I know you've got an appointment to go to, but I, I would love just to, you know, ask you one last question here. You know, it is your birthday. And if there's going to be say one or two people you may share this video with that you want to share some gratitude for, would you mind telling me a little, you know, giving a shout out here, maybe just sharing a little, sharing a little gratitude for a few people in your life specifically, specifically. Well, yeah. Well, I'm hoping that maybe once you get this put together, edited or whatever, I could share it with my family, you know, because I have a lot of, nie like I said, I have seven sisters and I have a lot of nieces and nephews that, um, that I would want them to hear this, you know, the family, because I think, you know, like anything else, they need to hear it. And they're in a different generation. You know, mm -hmm. the younger generation especially is, is, you know, lacking more gratitude. I think not everybody, but I think our parents, we're more gratified about things and then it kind of loosened up more as the generations came on. So um, I think it's important for kids to, to, to learn to put this into their life, but probably just my family in general, you know, um, I would love to share this on, even on Facebook after, you know, um, on the Shackley, you know, on the Shackley Facebook, I would love to, you know, um, cause again, I, this is not to me, um, Chris, this is not, this is to me, this is not just another Shackley call. Right. This is not just another shack we call. This to me, this is special. This is different. I mean, when you when you a lot of the communications out of the home office, it is about the trips, it is about the incentives, it is about reaching your goals and the products and uh, the the you know um, the new things that were coming out. That Roger does a great job. Roger Barnett at, at implement. He's got a great team. Uh, Roger's when we were in the office, the guy you know I, I would probably be me. And maybe three or four other people on a regular basis would probably leave like 6.37 every night. And usually about that time, Roger would, here he is, CEO, you know, owner. He would be leaving the same, we'd always be kind of walking out at the same time, you know. And and he's a hard worker and he's put a lot of time, money, energy, him and his family into Shakti. So I, I think that part of it is, you know, something that we're grateful about. But I think this part would be great to share with more people because I want to see, I want to see more of the leaders grow. I want to see Shakti grow. You know, I want to see the right. business leaders, even the masters, you know, the senior masters, lifetime masters, all of them still can, there's always room for growth. And it, it always makes me feel good when I see someone moves up the ranks when they've did their homework, but when they, when, and you know, I, my job with the, well, one of the jobs that I do with Shakti is, you know, I'm the liaison to the masters. Right. And um, so I'm in contact with a lot of masters. I'm in meetings with them. I've been to lunch with them. I've been on trips with them, uh, MEC as well. And I can tell you one thing about Shackley than any other job that I've ever had with it, involving this in my, you know, when I was younger, yeah, it was that, I'm talking about one-on-one. -on -one. When I was working in the retail, of course we had customers that came in and shopped and they were, but I'm talking about one-on-one. -on -one. 
I mean, we're talking about when I see them and I do things for them, starting with the math masters, I can tell you that they're, they're very always thanking you for what you do. They appreciate me and they let me know that. And kind of like to our story, it makes me just want, I mean, I've taken calls Saturday night, Sunday morning, whatever it is. And I don't mind because I know they, they appreciate it. They don't expect it. They, they just feel like I, you're, you're, if you can help me, that would be great. If you can't, if you're busy, you got something else going. They have that, they don't, they have that expect. And then when I do do it, they make sure they let their team know or whoever knows that I took care of business. And basically I'm just doing my job. I'm really just doing my job, but for them, it, it was like so much. So that's what that's what I love about Shackley in the field is that not too often you do something for the field, from at least from my point of view, that I've done anything. And some of it's been directors, some of it has been associates. So it's not always been masters, senior coordinators, coordinators, but people that I've done things for, they've always been very, like, very thankful and appreciative. And that's that's a blessing to me to be with a company that has those kind of people that are there, and I want to see them grow. I think we lost disconnected, Chris. <laughs> 